Chris. And I'm Wendy. And welcome to the Toasted Marshmallow, Marshmallow Adventures Podcast. Woo! Today we are on location at the Lounge of the End of the Universe. Uh, we have John B., who's a comedian, uh, chief of staff at Stand Up New York, um, and Jen Adams, who's a comedian, magician, writer, producer, and owner of Lounge at the End of the Universe, as well as a, mo- a mom. She too. had more on her Woo! website. I think mostly <laughs> because broken. my PR and marketing person yeah. set this podcast oh, up. Oh, yeah. So, uh, so she got them yeah. all in there. I, I went to your website and read up on you, that. You forgot Fire Eater and Stilt Walker. <laughs> Shut up. You really? Bring, yeah. You yeah. didn't bring yeah. any like, of that? Like, real, uh-huh. Yo, I'm going to... Yo, I'm getting... This is happening. Wow. Of all the things that happened, that was the thing that got you the most excited. Wow. All right, there you Jeez. go. Now, can you fire eat while on the stilts? I could, yes. Have you done that ever? I haven't. No. I haven't blended those two things. I need for we next just launched year, right so into the yeah. <laughs> Add comedy and magic and fire eating and stilts. <laughs> We're going to go live. Alright, so now the Idaho Comedy Fest. Now, I read that this started out as a joke. Yeah. How'd that happen? <laughs> uh, there was just uh, somebody that was annoying us and um, we decided hey, let's, uh, let's just stick it to them and do a festival in their town yeah. and um, got to talking and literally I got a phone call from Donnie who's the owner of Stand Up New York mm-hmm. he calls me and says hey we're doing this festival and I'm like okay did we go with Cancun he goes no Boise and I was like <laughs> yeah. yes that's Yay. awesome that's exactly what I said I swear to God Jen cross that up the yeah. bucket list yeah. <laughs> yeah. and then um, I just you know like I, I get to work fast you pay for my loyalty and my speed Yeah. so I went right to um, kind of Facebook and I started asking comics like Alvin Williams and uh, I was connected with Jen and cool. from there it became something that was started spiteful but has really ended up being something that is going to be awesome and coming to a new environment that people don't expect comedy from yourself Mm -hmm. include myself included in that but being able to kind of be able to bring an experience and not to mention after this pandemic that we've been through the first like kind of gathering of this size and magnitude in Idaho. I mean, that's huge. And we're yeah. going to be able to do it with comedy and with the fantastic people over at Lounge at the End of the Universe. And yeah, was it a joke? Absolutely was to start off with. Now, but can you mention the person who was pestering you? I don't want to really say this, okay. say this person's <laughs> name. Uh, to be honest with you, in my head, uh, the more credibility I give this person mm. um, by saying their name. But um, I will tell you this. Um, thank you for writing your articles because now we have the opportunity to show uh, the rest of the country how great Idaho and Boise is specifically to do comedy. That's yes. awesome. Is this your first time to Idaho? This is my first time. I mean, I've flown over several times probably. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone yeah. goes over yeah. Idaho. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. I mean, here now, I mean, I was, so, Jen, you saw me yesterday. I was super excited was to be giddy. here. He was giddy. And that's awesome. And, and it's funny because uh, uh, we talked on the phone a couple weeks ago and he was like, I can't believe I'm excited to come to Idaho. Uh, and and I was like very sort of ignorant about Idaho too when I first came here because yeah. I'm also a New Yorker. I've been uh-huh. here for almost 15 years. And uh, and when I first came out, I was like, oh, Idaho? Like I haven't thought yeah. about Idaho since like third grade geography yeah. class. <laughs> Is that a, actually a place? Yeah. You know, and then you uh, probably know people think they're like, Ohio? You're like, no, yes. Iowa? Nope. Yep. None <laughs> of those places. It's this other little place. Yeah. Uh, but, um, but yeah, when I got here, I was like, whoa, like this is a really cool and then I I came here for a two month vacation and then just forgot to leave oh, I've been really? almost stay, 15 years yeah. wow. so, uh, so, so I'm excited to share that with uh, with my, my native New my Yorkers. dream is that yeah. they're still calling your name at the Boise Idaho at the Boise airport Ben Adams Ben Adams last flight check blue yeah after 15 your flight years. is 40, yeah. 14 and three quarter years yeah. ago <laughs> get back on the plane so. I'm just glad I'm not from California because nobody's mad at me for moving here oh. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, did, I did it before all the, the, the crazy migration started happening, so I got I got grandfathered yeah. into yes, to the are. welcome we committee. We both are as well. Nice. Yeah. I'm from the nice. Bay Area, so okay. yeah, but I've been here about 20 years yeah. now, so they accept me, I guess. <laughs> so, it's a cool town. I mean, like, just coming in here, like you see it and you feel it. Like I was just over at Albertsons before. People yeah. are super nice. Or yeah. I'm just like super good looking. I think it's that. Yeah. Um, but they were like saying hello to me and everything yeah. like that. I was like, this is awesome. And then, I don't know, I, I, I'm assuming that I, the further out of the 
of the area I go, it's more of like a like a scenario where it's a little like hills have eyes. Is that true? Yeah. Well, so I, I always tell people that uh, Boise is to Idaho what Austin is to Texas, ah, right? Yeah, so it's yeah, like this basically. liberal oasis kind of, and yeah, you go outside a little too yeah, far, and, and sure. that landscape definitely changes. Definitely, but uh, yeah. uh, when I very first got here, uh, people being friendly to me because you know in New York, like you just don't talk to people. Like you're, you're not yeah. like hi, good morning. You don't yeah. do that, right? And uh, and when Donnie was here because he was here a couple of days ago just to uh, you know for us to meet face-to-face yeah. and as club owners and, and, and really talk about what the bigger vision of all of this is. And uh, and we and I took him up uh, Camel's Back because it's a beautiful view, yeah. right? I said, you got to see the city yeah. all laid out. So, so we go up there and on the way, people are coming down and they're like, well, hi, how's it going? And, and he yeah. was like, yeah, he's real soft-spoken and he's like, this is really weird. <laughs> like, yeah. everybody, everybody's like, just really like, not, but why? Friendly. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, I was the same way. I was walking down the street like my first week here and people were like, good morning. And I was like, what do you want? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Why are you talking to yeah, me? So she's, she's already my life in right. much neighbor, right? Yeah. Right. Well, I noticed that too when I first moved to Idaho from the Bay Area in California, going into uh, places, you know, in California in the Bay Area, you go into a Burger King and the person helping you at the counter just acts like you're putting them out for you being there, right? Wanting right. their services. It's so. an inconvenience yeah. that ordering food and paying. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but there's something about this town. I just like it. It's got, it's got a nice charm, and I still yet to see downtown. Which I'm, I'm apparently oh, yeah. seeing tonight, right? Yes. yes. Yeah, downtown is downtown cool. Tonight. I'm going to get blitzed Let's out of my head. Oh, yeah. So right now we're live from the Artist Lounge, um, right next to Podcast Row at the Lounge of the End of the Universe. Um, just so everyone knows, the Artist Lounge is still looking for sponsorship. Now, is that specifically for the Comedy Fest event or just overall sponsorship? Yeah, just for the comedy event. Uh, okay. Yeah. So so here's the thing about this festival. Because we were sort of holding off to make sure that the vaccine rollout was going to be successful mm-hmm. and that we were able to do this uh, COVID safe. Uh, because we probably could have sold a lot more passes, but we're trying to keep it uh, yeah. to a certain number. So we're able to, uh, we have three stages, sanitize in between and also um, stagger the, the shows so that mm-hmm. we can move people around in a safe okay. and proper way. And we were waiting to make sure that the numbers weren't going to spike. Uh, uh, we we uh, got a little bit of a, a late start on really pulling the trigger on some things because yeah. we just really wanted to make sure that it was going to work out. So uh, this has wound up being a self-funded venture uh, oh, between okay. uh, Stand Up New York and between the lounge. Oh, so wow. uh, so sponsorship right now is key for us, for, for sure. Um, uh, we bring in, I mean, there's 62 comedians yeah. over three days, oh, and we awesome. added a few shows, so there's like 27 shows yeah. in three days, uh, uh, industry panels and workshops and stuff. So yes, uh, we are definitely looking for sponsorship, and uh, if you would like to be a sponsor, particularly of the uh, VIP Artist Lounge, uh, right next to Podcast Row, um, you can go to info at loungeboise.com uh, or give us a call at nine nine one two two nine six. But info at Boise, or, sorry, info at loungeboise dot com is is a better way to go. Nice. Okay, great. and if you want to sponsor my Coke habit, uh, you can Venmo me. <laughs> a cola, Donna. by the way, a cola. Oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Coca-Cola, yeah. Yeah, Idaho. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's Venmo at Jonathan. I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, um, I'm not going to, looks like I'm not going to be taking pay for the next couple of months. Um, but essentially, yeah, this has been self-funded. And, um, yeah. you know, it is a lot of self-funded through our comedians as well. A lot of our comedians are coming out here for the experience in itself. Um, yeah. We have, uh, we will be taking care of some of their amenities, including their hotel stays oh, nice. um, and food and beverage but they flew out here they on their own get here. they gotta get here yeah. and that's why like I, I encourage you like, if you're in the Boise area or even if you're not and you want to see some great comedians who are focused and literally are dedicated to kind of sharing their craft with everybody come to this festival because you will be seeing some comedians yes you get some of our bigger stars that will be here that you've seen on movies Mm -hmm. TV and things of that nature but you're also going to see the people that have been grinding in New York City for the last five six years that maybe have a writing job um, on Comedy Central or or like a or a sitcom but you're going to be able to see these people this is the same experience that you're going to get when you go 
to stand up New York. And even further than that, when you go to the comedy cellar, when you go to the comedy store in LA, mm. they're coming all here in one place that's, that's going to awesome. save you the $179 round trip yeah. to LA or exactly. the $300 round trip. They're coming to you guys. Yeah, oh, I just awesome. wrote the most cheesy marketing campaign in my head. <laughs> yeah. The comics are coming to discover Boise, and Boise, you're going to discover. Oh my God! Oh, get out! Oh, get out. I'm ashamed <laughs> of myself right now. I'm absolutely like, I feel a flush of shame. Oh, jeez. Like, oh, yeah. Jen. Yeah, I'm sorry. I have so much respect I know. for you. I know, I know. I, lo- I just lost respect for myself. It ju- but it just popped in there. Hey, like the stay puff marshmallow. I mean, listen, Tom Segura and Lisa Lampanelli really enjoyed that, that, that line. So. Nice. Yeah, nice. solid, right? Yeah. Yep. Boom. Very nice. Come on, right? Yeah. Yep. 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 For, for, for sure. For sure. I do get the Tom Segura thing occasionally. Yeah. yeah. Do you get the Lisa thing? No. No? We just had Lisa up in uh, Idaho, up Idaho, up in Connecticut a couple weeks ago. Oh yeah, and she's done, she's she's got this great kind of chic kind of pixie cut with a, with oh, a nice color she's streak doing it and up the glasses. Now. And so I was like, oh, <laughs> dang! No, we get the Tom okay. Segura all the oh, time. Oh, Tom Segura, yeah, yeah, get that one. <laughs> do me a favor, like if you go to Let's Get Toasted and go see what she looks like, and then take a side by side, tag them, and yeah. let's get this oh, viral. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Let's, let's get this viral because I haven't really seen Lisa Lampanelli on you know TV in years yeah. and back in the day you know she kind of she um, couldn't quote quit comedy but, oh did she really okay. but she essentially you, you never get out no she you don't. never quit you, don't. you never yeah. get I've taken like two year three year breaks like throughout my career been like I'm done with it and you, yeah. and it, you, you never really quit so you yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, I, good. Oh, I was going to have you um, explain uh, what Podcast Row is here. Oh, sure. So Podcast Row is actually a development that we had in New York City. Mm-hmm. Essentially what it gave me the opportunity to was have several podcasters in one location and be able to interview several um, uh, guests all at the same time in the same day. So you can get content literally um, and, and episodes, you know, for at least a month. Um, Podcast Row is a great opportunity just to kind of meet other podcasters because usually you're, you're podcasting out of a Zoom meeting or mm-hmm. you're, um, you know, you're doing a telephone call. <clears throat> Excuse me. But essentially what we wanted to do with Podcast Row here was it's going to be very rare that we're going to get all these great comedians in one location at one time. Yeah. Um, and even if you do get them at like bigger festivals like JFL or over at you know uh, Sketchfest or things mm-hmm. of that nature, you're going to have to go through some hoops in order to kind mm-hmm. of interview them. This gives you the opportunity right here in Boise to kind of... If you have an up-and-coming podcast or you want some great talent on there, it gives you the opportunity to kind of literally lease a small space for like a couple of hours and then you can go in and you can get five or six interviews done just like that and you have like like six episodes in the can um it's it's a perfect opportunity for one uh, podcasters to kind of get you know FaceTime with great comedians, yeah. um, but at the same time it's just it, it's it's a lot more fun because yeah. the energy's already in the room because they're, they're performing yeah. downstairs and outside, and so that laughter can kind of resonate and those jokes can kind of resonate. So oh, that's cool. it's a really I mean this is the first time we're doing it in a comedy theme. Traditionally it's been like entrepreneurs and like yeah. things of that nature, but when every single one of your guests is witty and can keep the conversation moving yeah. and knows when to land the freaking plane. Yeah. Oh. oh, it's going to be amazing. Plus, a lot of these people have great relationships with one another, so uh, instead of just interviewing one, maybe you go like, oh, who, who, who's somebody in here that you love? Great. Yeah. Let's get yeah. both of you in here oh, awesome. where you have a rapport with each other. Uh, we have four private, uh, uh, you know, with door uh, suites, and then we've got a, a conference room here as well, so you can put multiple people around the room, and, and we're doing it on, you, you just book it for two hours, and we're keeping everything super reasonable and then you can run around the festival and go like hey I want you on my podcast oh, and then you just go oh, book the room like a dance cool. studio it's a couple hours of time and wow. you just bring your own equipment in set it up do it and then awesome. and then you're out oh, so yeah really cool yeah, so it's going to be a great opportunity. I mean, I, I mean just in general, uh, there's also a lot of, you get to see some, pie, like, you'll know the bigger names, but you'll also get the opportunity, 
you'll watch somebody on stage play. That was really funny. I like their take on Dogecoin. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. you just happened that you wanted a small interview with a comedian about Dogecoin. Yeah. You know, I say this because Matt Backus, who's gone his way to the festival, you know, just made like a bunch of money off it, and he's got a great bit on Dogecoin. So like, there's some there's so many different angles that you can see from it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we're excited to see what happens with it. And like Jen said, it's going to be very affordable because we know how tough it is to kind of lug your equipment around. And but where are you going to get the opportunity to do that? Yes. Yeah, that sounds yeah. awesome, man. No we may be interested. <laughs> are you guys yeah. coming? Yes. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're coming. coming. Yeah. yeah, so we didn't know about Podcast right. Road no. today. The so. insider that's rating. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, awesome. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, yeah, we're planning on being at the festival, I don't know, all three days, but at least one or two. Um, now, uh, now, what can people expect when they come to the festival and to the lounge at the end of the universe? Um, what kind of vibe are you guys So this is what's there? really cool, and I'm excited for the comedians to come here, too, uh, mm-hmm. because we're inside uh, the Gem Center for the Arts, which is an arts collective building. It's four floors of all creatives. This is amazing. Uh, right? Yes. I know. And, and what's and the story behind it is even better because this started out uh, its life as a federal securities building. Oh. Uh, <laughs> built in 68, finished in 70, and then the government ran it as a securities building. And then it became like this weird like uh, uh, telemarketing and call center space. Yeah. And this woman who just uh, got a gift of, of some money from her dad bought it, gutted it because she was a visual artist and, and just put artist studios oh, in, in awesome. throughout the whole building. Black box theater in the basement, which is still there. Uh, and uh, the space that we're in was a originally a huge gallery and, and that wasn't quite working because it was it was a little too sophisticated for the bench at the time so uh, uh, I had the opportunity to come in and open wow. a beer and wine lounge and then expand it into the whole space um, and started just booking uh, comedy and uh, magic and music and all kinds of things that I love into it um, but uh, uh, there are uh, rented artist studios on the third floor there's like 58 different artists in here painters, sculptors, crazy, graphic awesome. designers yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean and, and everybody in the building collaborates with one another and when when I got here I was like oh my goodness this is amazing because I have the opportunity to just like walk down the hall if I need this particular person or their that type of uh, yeah. medium yeah. that they work in and so we just have this really incredible collaborative spirit but it also has a really sophisticated feel because it is mostly visual arts driven mm-hmm. and so when performers come here like uh, comics I mean for the most part and I think you could speak to this comedy clubs is it's like a bar with a stage right yeah. and it's got that gritty feel and, and for comedy it does kind of need that a little bit mm-hmm. for us to really get down to yeah. that real honest kind of like oh human yeah. being this yeah. is dirty a little yep. bit yeah. but um, but when when uh, comedians come here uh, one of the things about the lounge that we try to do is, is really be very uh, forward about valuing artists about paying them properly and, and, and treating and a lot of people don't look at comedy as an art form I do uh, and so when they get here they, it, it feels more sophisticated yeah. and more grown up and they and they feel uh, elevated in a way that I think uh, a lot of other places don't have that feeling. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Well, I know well, when we walked in, I was like, wow, this place is amazing. Like, there's all these just cool little offshoots and rooms and yeah. stuff and everything. I was it's like, amazing. it's an it's, awesome space. <laughs> it's 60 artists and 120 disappointed parents. Uh, that's really what it comes down to. Uh, here. I hear like, I, it's just, the hollowed halls is like, you can hear the screaming of, their, of parents' dreams of having chil- uh, grandchildren just like yeah. escaping <laughs> away from Yeah, well, when you put your uh, yeah. ear up to each door, you can hear people borrowing money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. I heard sometimes in the winter they take all their art degrees and they burn it so they can get <laughs> just to stay warm. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God. Uh, I'm sorry. I, I'm not. See, you guys said comedian. I'm actually not yeah. a comedian. You're not a comedian. No, no okay. Not. I thought but you were. But you're a comedy writer. I mean, I yeah, you're I do a writer. Write. Okay, yeah, I gotcha. do write. I do write. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I mean, this has been an awesome space. Uh, I, just in general, and it's it, it can the looks are deceiving because you look you you come by and you're just like they looks like a federal building yeah, or, yeah. or a credit union. It you know yeah. like a, it well, I've been in this building. building before a long time ago, and yeah, it was a call center. I think I dropped off food because I was delivering DoorDash or something. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah, and it's just like, and, and it's like so unassuming. But then you get into it, and you feel the vibe, and you feel the space, and you walk, yeah. and you see the gallery, you know. And it, it's a cool feeling. And all the exposed uh, kind of uh, ceilings mm-hmm. yeah. it makes it give it that nice industrial kind yeah. of like mm-hmm. uh, it's really awesome. this like 
I don't know. It's it's got this almost Brooklyn kind of vibe yes. to it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, oh, this is cool. We're just gonna keep it open and you know talk about. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. What's the biggest thing you biggest difference you notice about Idaho compared to New York? Buildings. Building smaller. <laughs> Minorities. <laughs> yes. yes. Big thing over yeah. there. For, for the first year that I lived here, I just called it White Idaho. White Idaho. Yeah. Welcome to White Idaho. I know. Well. Yeah. Now we have more um, ethnicities yeah. than we ever had and culture than we ever had. When I moved here 20 years ago, I, it was probably about two weeks before I saw a black person. I and saw coming from, did, did, I'm, <laughs> did, you, did you wave and smile at each yeah, other? I was, yeah. a picture. Yeah. I was like, hey, you're here. Yeah. He's like, out of my town. I'm the only one alive. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it's uh, I, I, the biggest, uh, you know what? Well, first of all, drink prices are amazingly good. Uh, yeah, right? yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, food prices are great over here. Um, yeah. But yeah, like like we talked about, like there's a general vibe. There's you know there's a fresh air smell. You know, I live in this. I live. That, actually, that's the smell of fresh air, by the way. Fresh air. Smell. Smells like happiness. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I live actually in New Jersey, uh, and I come okay. in here. I'm a carpet bagger of New York City, as they like to say. Oh. Um, um, but essentially, uh, there's a lot of similarities between where I live and this town. You know, it's on the rise. There's a lot of, uh, you know, it seems like there's families. There's a residential area. But, you know, downtown is literally right down down Vista over here, yep. which yep. is great. Um, but it's going to be exciting to see kind of these... New Yorkers uh, who've been, you know, and a lot of them have traveled a bunch, do you know what I mean? But they mm -hmm. haven't been to Idaho. This yeah. is actually Matthew Broussard, who is, you know, going to be here. This is one of the last five states he's never been booked. Oh, I actually no saw that yeah. comment on your Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, you guys went there. deep, huh? <laughs> yeah, you went really like CIA, yeah. like yeah. ex-girlfriend, boyfriend. Uh, we, oh, we are stalkering. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Ooh, yeah, I did a little, yeah, a little bit, a little you know bit about of Leo today. the dog. Yeah. Holy <laughs> shit. Yes. Yeah, Leo. Hey, oh, Leo's so cute. <laughs> little schnauzer, right? Yeah. You better change all your, like, PayPal and Venmo. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh my, I mean, I, that's great. I guess you saw the picture with Tucker Carlson, too. <laughs> Tucker Car. I, oh, I, I think I did, one. yeah. Oh, Why did I even say anything? Yeah, John is going to be pissed. I was, I was really more impressed with you singing the Golden Girls theme to your dog. Oh. <laughs> I didn't even see that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he went so deep, Jen. Like, at least, like, 20 we tiles scrolled. down. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah, so, no, that was great. I probably scared the shit out of your dog, but it was great. <laughs> it's actually, funny enough, that's actually a TikTok challenge. That's oh, not was me it? singing. Oh, that's oh that me. wasn't That's you. me lip syncing. Oh, okay, gotcha. I was like, he sounds pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I wish I could belt like a, <laughs> yeah. like, like, like a black man that was in, in yeah. gospel choir, but no, that's not me. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'll show it to you later. Okay. Yeah, yeah you got to see it. <laughs> So um, now with the Comedy Fest coming up, um, what um, type of COVID precautions are have taking place? So uh, one of the things that we're doing is that uh, a lot of these festivals, you have like a lanyard pass. Uh, mm -hmm. This year, your fe your festival pass is a mask. So okay. you cannot get in unless you are wearing it okay. because that's how we know you bought your festival awesome. passes. Uh, so we're asking people to mask up. Um, and, uh, and, and it's the same rules as the rest of the city mandate that mm -hmm. Mayor McLean has put in place, which is that you can take it off when you're in your seat. If you're up and moving around inside the building, you have to have it on. Um, and then uh, we have a team of volunteers and staff that in between each show we've, we've uh, left a half an hour in between each of our shows and uh, we have bought cases of rubbing alcohol that are going in spray <laughs> bottles and we've already been doing that here at the lounge anyway okay. so uh, people will just go out and sanitize everything that people have touched um, and during our events normally and we, we've gotten a reputation at the lounge for being as COVID safe as you can get mm -hmm. which is uh, not what I have heard about the downtown area oh. um, but <laughs> Uh, but you know wow. we're, we're um, we took it really seriously, and so uh, we uh, are you know we give you a warning, and if you don't put your mask on or you try to stage a protest, we kick you out yeah. uh, because it's just not time to mess around. Um, yeah. So we sanitize that. We also have people that are going around constantly uh, doing like sink handles and flush handles, and the oh, cool. place on the door where people will push. And so anything that anybody touches uh, will be constantly being. You'll smell it if you're here. You will smell rubbing alcohol yeah. at some point. <laughs> 
when you're in the hallway or yeah. in and out of the rooms. So that's going on. Also, one of our stages is outside. Uh, so that's, uh, you know, not only will it be yeah. nice because the weather will be nice, but uh, but also, uh, you know, it just uh, will help people be able to social yeah. distance a little bit more. And we're keeping our numbers down. Before COVID, the lounge, we've had 350 people in there. Mm-hmm. In fact, we did Mayor McLean's runoff campaign party there where she found out she won and became the oh, mayor. Yeah. Uh, and we had over 300 people in there. Uh, we oh. will not be doing that. Okay. Uh, we will keep people socially distanced mm-hmm. as per mandates. And we've really kept up on that as much as we possibly can. We always have spare masks in case you forget yours. However, you probably need it because it's your festival pass. Yeah. So don't That's forget really your mask. Smart. That is yes. a good idea. But that was actually Donnie's idea, the wow. owner of Stand Up New That's York. Brilliant. And when he said oh, it in one of our Zoom meetings, I was like, that is brilliant. Yes. That's exactly what we're doing. That's way yeah. so I hated it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shot it down. <laughs> yeah, but I'm over, I'm, I get overvoted because, yeah, he owns the club and you guys are really the ones with the money. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't, I don't have any money. Oh, that's fair. No, no. What I have is a great community of people who have yeah. just stuck by me uh, uh, through yeah. all of this COVID stuff because the lounge was only 10 months old when we went into lockdown yeah. and we had just expanded from oh. 850 square feet to 2,800 square feet oh, and more God. than tripled our rent. And then wow. it was like, and lockdown. So it was really scary, but because we have done so much to be the club that values artists, basically like after 30 plus years as a performer and producer in show yeah. business, I wanted to have the club that I always wished I could have worked at and, yeah. and to be that club for everybody else that, that they want to come here because they're like, no, we get treated so well when we're oh, there. Awesome. Uh, and uh, and we are more on the side of artist friendly. And also, I tell my employees, uh, the customer's not always right. If somebody treats you like crap, uh, you have the right to stand up for yourself and I'll Good. always back you. Awesome. Um, so, uh, you know, the people that work here love that. And I don't try to like force people to yeah. be somebody that they're not if they're a great fit which is just weird. Honestly, that's all we care about at the lounge. We just want it to be weird. That's yeah. all. Okay. Like the rest of the world, everybody's trying to be normal. Yeah. Like this is the place you Keep can just weird. be weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, it looks uh, like- you know, we're, we're openly, uh, I mean, a, a lot of us, including myself, are part of the LGBTQ community. Mm-hmm. Uh, I bring in uh, a lot of um, uh, shows that are, uh, I work with a producer out of Seattle that does all biracial and people of color shows, mm-hmm. all female shows. Oh, awesome. So, uh, you know, there's a lot of places in Idaho where you can go and you know watch sports on a big TV and ignore each other or you know I don't know like there, there's a lot of things that are more geared towards I guess what people think Idaho is about so so we yeah. are blatantly like the other place <laughs> yeah so yeah. And, and people walk in sometimes and, and they're like oh well where's the you know uh, things that I normally have and we're yeah. like that's not this here. Isn't that <laughs> place and, and yeah. we're okay with that it's like yeah. if yeah. this is your place it's really your place and if it's not that's okay there's a lot yeah. of other places that are your place definitely so, yeah. we I like that idea, the idea that there's like a, a quote-unquote island of misfit toys. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. People can always go. Did, yeah. did somebody tell you that, by the way? Because that's what they call this place. Oh, did they? That's really? crazy oh, really? that you just said that. And and, and no, uh, my my uh, my partner has accused me of collecting people. Oh, and, uh, and 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 I and I, I do. I mean, I see people and I, and I get excited about their creativity. Uh, and, um, and, and artists sometimes can be really sensitive and sometimes broken people. Yeah. Yeah. And for whatever reason, like I don't, I just see past that and I see yeah. what they can be and what what they really are. And then I'm I'm like I love you and I'm keeping you. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and in fact, last week I said to our, our puppeteer, I was like, I'm you know I'm keeping you right. And he was like, oh please do. And I was like, welcome to the island of misfit toys. And it awesome. and that's I was like, that you just said that. You're like Jesus. No, yeah. I'm just, I am nothing like Jesus. <laughs> yeah. But I don't have nearly as good of a beard. First of all, fair. Um, I mean, but there, there's there's I mean, yes, it is an island, but, but you know that's why I think there's a great uh, synergy, and I hate that I just fucking use that word uh, between <laughs> us, uh, the lounge, and mm-hmm. uh, Stand Up New York because we're, we did the same thing. You know, yeah. we're a comedy club that's o- located in the Upper West Side. We've been around since 1986. Don't get me wrong, we have yeah. our bones in the comedy community. Um, but in the last couple of years, uh, before I started, there were some tough times. Yeah. Um, you know, comedy just wasn't on the rise anymore, and not to mention when you have places like that are downtown where that's more of an area that you want to go to and the idea of going to kind of the Times Square was kind of passe Mm -hmm. uh, and going kind of north wasn't the thing you want to go to Brooklyn you want to go to the Greenwich area yeah there were some slumps there but what we always kind of pride ourselves on was what's the next 
best thing? What's what, what what's good right now? Yeah. What can we do to create a community? And we did that, and we we harnessed that, you know, all the way throughout the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was good to see when when we kind of did our research on uh, Idaho and specifically Boise that this was a location that does that. You know, they have some you know some great up and coming talents, yeah. and that's what we pride ourselves on as well at the club. You know, um, you have open mics, and you know it's great to have the the drop-ins from like the celebrity comedians like an Amy Schumer you know and a Bill Burr but I'll be honest with you like they leave and go back to their apartments or they go back to LA who are those that are staying Mm -hmm. on the bench that are there at the bar and hanging out that are just shooting the shit and just trying to absorb everything from comedians Mm -hmm. because that next class and you guys spoke about how you're big Mark Norman fans Mark got his start at our club you know it's great Mm -hmm. when when he graces us with with his presence but people like Dan Soder. Yeah, I love Dan. Soder got his start at our club literally eating checks. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, I, I, I do know what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> no, Jen's getting they, flashbacks. No, 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 no. The, the, uh, the Ha Comedy Club, uh, they were like, put Jen on for the check spot. Always. Yeah, uh, yeah no, I check it. it it's funny. It's brutal. We always want to see what's next. And what you'll see is not only New York comics, but, you know, the classes have come and gone. Sam Morrill, Mark Norman, Amy Schumer, Nikki Glaser, Pete Davidson, they've gone on. But wait till you see the comics that Who's we're about to up. bring you. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. But not only that, wait to see the comics that you're about to see in Idaho and in Boise that have been grinding here at yeah. the lounge for the last couple of mm-hmm. months, that have been going to the mics, have been writing new material on a consistent basis. Yeah. Those are the next class that you're going to see. Mm-hmm. Those are the ones that are going to move to New York. They're going to move to Los Angeles. They're going to have those opportunities. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, are you about to see something like you're going to be so Brooklyn that you're going to see and be fans of these comics before they were even big? Nice. No, for sure. And and I got to say, you know, Donnie and I have been talking uh, through Zoom meetings and and text messages and stuff. And and, and with him coming here and us really getting to meet face to face as venue owners, uh, he is as wonderfully punk rock as as I am in my attitude uh, towards what we're doing. Um, when when the the city when New York City closed, they were like, "We're doing shows in parks in, on yeah. subway platforms. Like yeah. we're going to continue to yeah. make this happen." Yeah. Uh, and, and the lounge did the the same thing. I know. Ruin my summer. When, when when our club had to close down, uh, uh, <laughs> and actually you could go on our Facebook page because um, uh, my business partner Coral and I uh, we we live streamed ourselves painting yeah. the floor and the walls green, and we just made you a fully immersive us. live stream studio and oh thank you yes you so yeah, we watched, we you watched saved thank you i was so live stream yeah. comedy and we, yeah. and we had amazing. musicians come comic in of the month and, and and on top of that you know i i told the artists who wanted to come in i was like listen we're gonna put the virtual tickets up for you mm-hmm. because without the artist this is just an empty space yeah. and you need to make money too so so any of yeah. the virtual tickets we were like that's your money yeah. but just ask people also if they want to make a donation for the lounge as well yeah, right? yeah. And, and and so the whole community like helped just get us through and I was like I this isn't a cash grab like if we can't all yeah. go together I don't want any part of this anyway right. because this is like a very community driven yeah. place and so when I got to meet Donnie and realized that he really felt the same way we had this kind of bigger exciting conversation about yeah. how as venue owners we can inform this entire industry because it's very much been about competition and about uh, I want the best club or I want the best club well yeah. if you work at this club you can't work at that club and he and I don't feel that way yeah. uh, you know in fact I when I bring comics to town there's a couple of little rooms around mm-hmm. and I'll send them to because they're off nights to, to make a couple extra hundred bucks at these other rooms yeah. because that's what is in everyone's best interest mm-hmm. and so we're already talking about like sending Boise comics to stand up New York and having them come oh, out here awesome. and cool. to just do an exchange and, and we really hope through all of this that more club owners around the country will get on board with that awesome. collaborative spirit because we have the opportunity to inform what this experience is for all of us mm-hmm. and that is exciting for me yeah I don't want people to have to go through the shit I went through <laughs> yeah. right. you know yeah. uh, and, and you know we have the opportunity to be a big family in this yeah. industry and that's yeah. one thing is that you know and I'm gonna I'm gonna use a term that people will always kind of turn a blind eye to or get shy around is the idea of unionization um, there isn't a unionization of comedians specifically and it was always a big hot topic in, in New York City and Los Angeles about unionizing comics specifically. Um, 
because there's nobody because it's all you're all 1099 uh, mm-hmm. you know people yeah. uh, and performers mm-hmm. it can be tough but when businesses start working together everything can grow mm-hmm. um, yeah. and that's how uh, you know community is huge you know we pulled off 500 plus shows in New York City um, outdoors do you know <laughs> yeah, what I mean that's amazing outdoors <laughs> yeah. and that was the that was that was social media but it was also the community of New York City coming together and you know coming and stopping from the run or you know after they stop by the bakery to stop it stop in the park and watch comedians and Venmo which this money went directly back to the comedians yeah, as well and, I, and I, I love it I love so it. Yeah. I mean seeing this kind of in a bigger scale and hearing what you know Jen and Donnie had to talk about it's really inspiring to see what's going to happen and what that evolution in our industry will be um, and hopefully we can be the leaders uh, in it and that'll be that i mean that would be amazing to come out of this pandemic not only as i mean there is a bubble for comedy obviously mm-hmm. we always talk about this bubble mm-hmm. but maybe this is going to be a bubble that's going to stay it's going to be an atmosphere of comedy yeah. that's going to stay forever yeah that'd be awesome now um how did you guys basically get in contact with each other being from new york and <laughs> yeah how'd that go down uh i was told that we're doing a festival in Boise uh-huh. I was mildly stoned at the time <laughs> had a couple drinks and I said okay and then he said uh Donnie said, all right, we need to find somebody out there, and we need to find Boise Comics. And I was like, we need to find a venue, dude. And he's like, did you call me dude? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> um, so then I went on Facebook, and essentially I went on Idaho Comedy, and a lot of dumb people came up for us like, I ain't the hoe, you the hoe comedy. I'm like, oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So anyway, I found a message board, which is pretty much for Mike's, and I said, hey, trying to figure out some people in Idaho I also posted on my um, I posted on my social media mm-hmm. and a couple of people got back to me and Alvin actually was one of those people and he connected me with Jen and then just kind of shot in the dark I was like people are going to think I'm crazy. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, we had a call and I was in within the first two minutes. Yeah, I was yeah. like, so, yes. okay. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm very familiar with stand up New York and I, and, and before I moved out here, I was working the club scene in New York mm-hmm. city, uh, which is why I needed a freaking vacation. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy there. Uh, and, uh, and, and I said, so why do you guys want to do a festival in Boise? And he was like, well, out of spite. And I was like, I'm in now give me the details. Because I love Perfect stuff reason, like that. I'm yeah. like, okay, th- this has to be a great story. But <laughs> come on, let's go. So I was already in anyway, just just because of that. Uh, uh, but you know, I mean, it's exciting, you know, just to be able to yeah. to highlight because Boise has a fantastic comedy scene. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and um, you know, having gotten to be a part of that because the Funny Bone was here for years and then it closed mm. and then and and it closed six months after I moved here. Those are not related incidents, <laughs> by the way. But, uh, Shut it down. But I mean, you know. Uh, <laughs> Like there was no comedy club for a little while, so myself and a few of the other comedians, uh, one of whom is Moondeck, who's uh, on the festival and been helping uh, because he really cares about growing the the local scene as well, and, yeah. and he works a lot with open micers and uh, does workshops and things, and he, and he's a very very funny, brilliant comedian. Yeah. Uh, uh, not for everybody, he won't be on any of the clean shows, um, <laughs> but uh, uh, so so he and I and a few other people started actually what we were calling the Boise Comedians Union, mm-hmm. and we found a sort of collective of bars and pubs and we just kept the scene going through yeah. this time where there was no club uh, and then we had like a blip of a club open and closed which was yeah. hijinks mm-hmm. yeah. uh, and, uh, and that was the most beautiful club I've ever seen in my I, life it was I so heartbreaking that it was just times, not yeah. managed correctly yeah. uh, I, I, I still to this day don't understand why people can sink thousands and thousands of dollars into the actual yeah. place and then be like marketing nah, yeah. who needs it yeah. Like, yeah. that's not the place to cut yeah, the corners that was a cool club it I've really there, was yeah. it was amazing uh, so so then, um, you know, I had one of the co- collective places that we were at was uh, the Liquid Lounge, which is owned by Jeremy Averman, mm. and we had done a bunch of comedy shows there yeah. already, and then he just called me one day and was like, I want this to be a comedy club, and I have no idea what I'm doing. Will you book it for me? And I was like, I will only do that for two months, because I am a comedian, and it is going to ruin all of my relationships. <laughs> and then I got pregnant, and I was like, two years later, still booking the club. <laughs> so, <laughs> with a lot less friends. So I was right about that part, because yeah. once you get on the other side of it people take things personally sometimes yeah. and, you know okay. uh but uh but yeah so so i uh you know and and 
I had been a comedy store comic when I lived in California, oh. and uh, and I, my friend uh, Matt Bragg had also moved out here, and he was the manager of the La Jolla Comedy Store for a while. Okay. So so when I found out I was going to book, I, I was like, you have to hire Matt to show you how to train the cocktailers because there is a very specific way to cocktail a comedy room. It is mm. a live theater environment. Mm-hmm. You can't have people just walking over like, what do you want? Yeah. Like right in front yep. of the stage. Yep. And I've seen that a bunch of times. So so we were able to uh, uh, train the staff, and then he and I sat down and we're like, okay. How can we make this better for everybody than it was for us? Because, you know, we both got treated really shitty, like the industry. Yeah. And I think in some places it's still like that. But he's a gay comic and I'm a woman. So we mm. had it yes. worse. Yeah. Right. Yes. So, yep. you know, just being marginalized anyway. But, um, but you know, on top of that, I mean, I don't even want to tell you what I got paid when I worked at the comedy store. Oh. It was terrible. <laughs> Although I was the very first female bouncer in the history. Oh, they nice. always sent me to kick we've out been the there. Big Yeah, we've been to um, yeah. the one in Hollywood. Yeah. So, in the yeah, this factory. is the La Jolla one. It's like, a little sister okay. club yeah so um but uh, but so we got to like really bring comics in and, and like be nice to them and yeah. sort of be like no no be nice to each other yeah and yeah. you know like just inform a different working environment and yeah. so it kind of grew from there and if you come to a mic here the comics will sit and all watch each other mm-hmm. and then they give each other feedback they don't nice. talk in the back of the room there's a couple of misfits but you know yeah. uh, uh, you know for the most part everybody goes Supports around and they each support other. each other nice. and it's it's awesome yeah and, and because of that there's a growth that happens so much faster because you know when when you're I mean you, if you water it and give it sun it's going to grow better than you stepping on it which yeah, is yeah exactly you know, I mean, Actually, like it, it's very interesting that you know what I see are the clicks in New York specifically. Mm-hmm. So you get a click of comics that kind of listen to each other and like, oh, you should do tags on that. This is more of a community that kind of does that mm-hmm. with each yeah. other, which is amazing um, mm-hmm. it, because they see the bigger picture. Mm-hmm. They see the you know the, the finish line. They see what the you know what the literally what the what the what the what the end goal is whether it's Los Angeles or it's Austin or it's Nashville or it's New York um, but one of the interesting things is the diversity of comics and yes I'm saying diversity of comics because one thing that I don't have a lot in New York City is clean comics yeah but here in Boise because of the large I guess Mormon population here Clean comedy is king. I mean, mm-hmm. Regan. I mean, I literally know of one or two comics. Like the first comic that comes off the top of my head, Brian Regan. Brian Regan. Say, yeah. But mm-hmm. the second, Nate Bargatze too. Yeah, Bargatze yeah. is too. But the second person who's one of my guys who just did Colbert uh, about a year ago is Steve Rogers, and mm-hmm. it's weird because I don't know. Like I don't like he's an amazing comic, and he'll play yeah. Tuesday through Thursday, but on a Friday night. When I'm in a pinch, he'll crush and he's completely clean. Oh, yeah. So it's going to be interesting <clears throat> to see these new, you know, uh, the, these comedians down there that are doing fives and tens that are completely clean yeah. and killing <clears throat> with Mormons, mm-hmm. too. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, I'm, exactly. I, I'm so excited for Mitt Romney to start laughing. <laughs> <laughs> so are the stages going to be like divided up or, you know? So, so yeah, we have three completely different performance spaces. Uh, in our basement is our black box theater uh, with, uh, uh, social distancing it's 70 and that's theater style seating <clears throat> although we will be able to do some cocktail service down there uh, the lounge itself is about 120 although we've talked about taking the tables out so that we can fit some more people mm-hmm. in there mm-hmm. and then we have outside which is uh, about 150 to 200 it's a, a pretty huge lot and right now uh, uh, we're putting up fencing and doing and, and trying to make it as uh, accommodating we'll, we'll be building out staging and wow. making that a, a, a nice outdoor event space yeah. that will only run till 10 because we do have a sound ordinance we have neighbors around us and we want to respect that yeah. Um, but uh, uh, yeah they're they're staggered enough and we have two entrances at the front and the back of the building so while we're letting people out of one side we can be oh, sanitizing nice. and then bringing people down the other way oh, cool. and then of course somebody's walking behind and then rubbing all of the railings down the <laughs> stairways with rubbing out. you're yeah. gonna smell it I swear Good, good. Be on so the lookout it's, so for it's a, smell. It's three days, mm-hmm. and you can get a one-day pass or go for all three. But how, if you did the one-day, how many how many shows would go on in one day? Conceivably, like so what are you at this point, for? we actually uh, we we had twenty one shows, so it was seven a day, wow. and then now I believe it's nine a day because wow. we added some more, and we wow. also have industry panels. We have workshops going on. Uh, 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 Megan McCaleb, who uh, is a, a very big player here in the improv community, we also have improv showcases every night oh, because cool. the improv community in Boise is amazing. There are some awesome. really talented people here, uh, and they all got together uh, to to showcase together on one show. 
in like 20 and 30 minute spots because we've got like four really great groups yeah. um, but uh, she's putting on an intro to improv and that's just open to anybody if you ever want to try it oh, uh, so cool. that's during the day uh, Craig Gass who was uh, did all the celebrity a lot of celebrity voices on Family Guy and also was voices uh, on Howard Stern show mm. oh, nice. uh, he's doing a voiceover workshop oh, and cool. that's something anybody can attend <laughs> oh, we've nice. got some cool uh, theater kind of story uh, shows uh, one is called Stories from the Road and that's comics just telling their horrific oh, nightmare I road stories yeah. Yeah. that are oh, funny awesome. now but they weren't when <laughs> yeah. they happened um, so that'll be really fun uh, so it's not all st- I mean it's definitely mostly about stand up but uh, there are some other things that you can go to that, uh, that that will be you know kind of an insight into yeah. what the rest of this whole world is, is like. that all included in your ticket price it or is, is all that- included oh, in your awesome. pass if you have a three day pass for sure or the one day pass I mean if you have a one day pass you go to as many things you can get in in that one day yeah and uh, the three day pass same thing or can people buy food so we'll here? have food trucks out food truck in the outdoor over. area mm-hmm. uh, and and we're, the food trucks are just selling their own food so that that's Separate, their yeah. revenue mm-hmm. um, and uh, and then you know we'll we'll have uh, all kinds of drinks sodas like different things mm-hmm. for sale um, and then um, besides that like for our comics we're we're setting up food uh, Donnie and uh, John are, are making sure that they're fed because they've gotten themselves here and they're putting themselves yeah. up in hotels so yeah. we're trying to make sure that we can at least feed them yeah. while they're here and uh, toast it, primarily <laughs> We're giving them yeah. MREs from Costco. Oh, right. awesome. yeah. There you go. Yeah. Enjoy. Don't test me. I <laughs> Don't do that. How's your hash browns in a bag? Yeah. Great, John. Great. Thanks. So how, you're a vegetarian. <laughs> do you have? Are people flying in from far and wide, or is it mostly New York? Or I mean, our comics are coming from specifically from New York City. Yeah. Uh, mm. I think the the lion's share is coming from. New okay. York City specifically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But as far as festival passes are concerned, it is all over Idaho. It's the Pacific Northwest as well. It's California. Uh, I'm just looking Don't at you some you have a of couple the, Dakotas in we there, We have too? Dakotas in there. Um, some yeah. areas of the Badlands, it looks like, over there. So it's, I mean, this is great. You know, yeah. we're excited yeah, to have it. Awesome. Um, one <clears> of the big things is that, you know, uh, you, you, you know, if you look I, again, I haven't thought about Idaho until uh, since since <laughs> third grade geography. But what I do, what I didn't remember was that how Idaho is uh, Boise specifically is close to um, Washington as well as uh, Oregon. Yeah. So we're getting a g- good influx from there mm-hmm. as well. Oh, good. So essentially, yes, is this kind of like a Pacific Northwest kind of thing? Yeah, but you know. Our goal, and like we said in the beginning of this podcast, this is the biggest gathering um, at this scale and magnitude in Idaho mm-hmm. since the pandemic. So, um, if anything, this is for this is for Idaho. You know, I mean, we, we invite anyone to come out here. This is for Boise, but you know, come and see what we have to offer, and you are not yeah. going to be disappointed. Yeah, well, and I, I do want to speak to that as well because as we were setting this up and talking about getting festival shirts and you know some swag and things like that. Uh, I really appreciated that it was important to John and Donnie that we keep money in the local businesses. Mm-hmm. Oh, so nice. our uh, vendor who's making the shirts, their print shop is in Garden City. Cool. They are located in Idaho. All of that money stays in the community. So we have not gone outside the Treasure Valley for spending any money. Oh, Everything. Awesome. And they were like, no, we want this to be a local thing that's local driven and the money goes back into the community. Uh, and that was a huge deal for me. Um, I, I did want to talk about one more thing um, because if I don't, Monica will kill me. Um, <laughs> okay. That's my PR marketing yeah. goddess. She's amazing. <laughs> so um, we lost a member of our community uh, in September. Uh, she uh, was a really, really funny up and coming female comic, uh, very non-mainstream uh, and and. 15 years ago, uh, I had the same experience where I was told, oh, you can't say that, or if I wanted to do material about something that people yeah. maybe didn't hear a woman talk about, it m- marginalized me in a way, and I was either not ba- asked back to class. And also, I wasn't willing to change and was just like, well, go fuck you, and yeah. then, yeah. you know, that was the end of that. So, uh, uh, anyway, she she uh, came, she got cancer, uh, mm-hmm. and it spread very quickly, ovarian cancer, and uh, she passed away at 29. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, before we ever really got to, I'm going to get emotional, before she ever really got to 
be who she was supposed to yeah. be, not yeah. only as a human being, but as a comic. Mm, and yeah. and that was really heartbreaking for me because she had such an incredible amount mm. of potential yeah. and just so funny. So um, so we and and we had her memorial service it, Zoom in the lounge. You know, it was in the middle yeah. of lockdown. So uh, so we started a scholarship fund for uh, non-mainstream up and coming female comics. Um, awesome. I don't know how much I can curse on here. So as much uh, as you want. well. Yeah. Uh, we, well, we have we have two website names. I saw um, one. Oh of yeah, those. we did. Right. Yeah. So so here's the thing. Um, uh, one of the things that I had in common with her, her name is Alex Vermas. Mm. One of the things that she and I shared is that we love the word cunt. Okay, <laughs> yeah. I love that word. Yeah. I have, uh, in fact, I've used it in my act enough that there were a couple of local guys that came to see my show and they nicknamed me the cunt lady. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So uh, it's it's a wonderful, powerful word, yeah. and I refuse to feel bad about it. It's yeah. got Good, the yeah. nice, strong C sound. The U.S. needs cunt, to adopt right? that word a so, little more. So, um, <laughs> and, and Alex really loved the word too and owned it yeah. you know because I was like I, I think I've passed bitch like there's a something that's <laughs> passed bitch cunt yeah. so uh, and um, and so um, uh, the name of the, the website is cuntcomedy.com uh, and, um, and and that's the scholarship it's the cunt comedy scholarship so uh, yeah so but we do have uh, like on our, our website on lunch because the, the Idaho Press did an article and they're like well, well we're not printing that because yeah, right. people will get offended and I'm yeah. like well those people don't really understand how many origins of this word there are I mean, they go all the way back to like ancient Hindu goddesses and stuff. Oh. Uh, yeah, Kunti, and uh, and so um, so we put a, a, we found a great article online and linked it about all of the origins of the word cunt. Uh, in, so that w- by the time you're finished reading it, maybe you're not so offended by the yeah. word. Yeah. Um, but uh, uh, but if you, but if you are, you can go to VermasScholarship.com. Vermas. But that, oh, that okay. makes you kind of a bitch. I'm too. just okay. saying, like, just own up yeah. to it. Oh, but yeah. So awesome. so we had uh, shirts printed. Um, and they are uh, reimagining of the uh, uh, female reproductive system, Did but the ovaries are flipping cancer? you off. Uh, oh, we've seen that mm-hmm. on Haley's. Haley yes. wore that shirt yes. the other night. Yeah. Uh, so we have so we have merch, and um, and the people that we found to print it uh, are also in, within kind of her family because she went to high school with one of them. Mm. So they waived all of the setup fees and just cool. did it at cost. So every single penny of the money that we make goes to that scholarship, and our hope is that once a year we can find a female comic that maybe doesn't get the support that she deserves mm-hmm. because she isn't willing to sort of uh, step in line with what everybody is saying uh, but is still super duper funny and really uh, you know has the conviction to know that and then uh, uh, we're trying to re- be able to give them about five grand a year because yeah. you have to sometimes fly yourself to a festival yeah. and yes. getting a good website and headshots and all of those things is tough yeah. so we just want to be able to once a year give somebody that push that they really deserve Oh, oh, that's, that's really fantastic. cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. So buy a damn shirt. Yeah. Buy a shirt. We'll, we'll buy shirts. We're shirt buyers. Yeah, yeah. We, are. we buy all, <laughs> we buy all we have, the shirts. We have, yeah. two, we have two, uh, the one with the ovaries, and then uh, if you're really bold, uh, one that just says cunt comedy on it. So uh, I think I've seen I'll, both I'll of be, those. I'll be, I'll be roaming around in one of those every day. <laughs> oh, those are awesome. Yeah. All right, just a couple more things before we get out of here. One thing I have to ask you about going into your Instagram is your nose hair waxing video. Oh, God. Let's <laughs> talk about that. <laughs> I actually missed that one. You didn't see that one? That was, was a bad or is that no, something you we do? just, the, the pandemic does crazy things to you. <laughs> you know? Uh, sometimes Amazon also gives you recommendations. Oh, okay. It was an Amazon recommendation. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I'm turning, uh, I'm turning a number at the end of this month. And mm. I've been really into TikTok lately for some reason. <laughs> yeah. But I've been watching it and, like, these wax videos have been like hilarious to me yeah and just for the hell of it I was like 20 bucks online why not get a nose waxing kit yeah so I so and why not think of five it? reasons right up <laughs> yeah. Right yeah. yeah so I ended up uh, doing the you melt the wax in the microwave it seems really safe and then, uh, yeah I put it in like there and uh, oh that you put God. up your nose yeah. Yeah. yeah so I did it I mean I was just bored uh, my parents have been living with me so oh. 
since oh. January of last year. Oh, um, wow. So it's uh, so it's interesting because they're there. And I remember screaming out, and my dad ran. I was like, "What's going on?" <laughs> and thankfully, that's not in the video. I cut that out. But it was—you um, just, you know, you do, uh, you you put, you do live streams of you painting green. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. You, you get <laughs> it bored. Is, yeah. So uh, that, yeah, that video, by the way, had uh, some of the biggest watchership. It was just oh us. really? You yeah. are kidding me? <laughs> but, totally. And I was like, "Well, I, can, what do we name this?" And I was like, "Bitches painting shit green." And then, and then. The <laughs> I was like, no, we should just call it watching paint dry. And I was like, yeah. yeah. People were so bored during the, during the pandemic, they were literally watching it. <laughs> literally, uh, yeah. there was so much stuff. I saw yeah. one of, it was just a traffic cam light. And they were, and that's what people watched all day. Like, we were so bored. Yeah. As a society, I just decided to, you know, put wax in my nose and pull it out. <laughs> make a video. Yeah, make a video, which was great. I mean, it's fun, but. Yeah, I mean, it was I still can't smell right, but that's the cooking news. <laughs> Let's be honest. Sorry. I like how Jen's just judging me right now. Nope, no, not at all. No, no, I just have questions for after the podcast. Fair just cataloging what I need to ask later. That's great. I mean, you could go really deep into my Instagram like they did. You can probably find some really interesting things. You can find some interesting things about him on there. It's there forever. Yeah, it is. Your living archive. That was your closer for me? The nose hair video? Well, yeah, there's nothing better. That was the all right. I'm I don't think that. I have anything near as incriminating on, on, uh, on my site at all. There's actually a lot more incriminating stuff on there. I think, I think, I think, I think the most right. incriminating we'll thing or the go. thing that I think I'm the most like Ugh, about is that uh, uh, after I, I stopped booking the comedy club, I got a... a, a job by accident by the way I accidentally won a job as a morning show host on a country music station and I'm a liberal New Yorker (laughs) and so it was like three and a half years of feeling what it must feel like to be Larry the Cable Guy like you just are like this fake person all the time and so there's lots of pictures on my because they made me post on my Facebook of me in like sparkle butt jeans at the rodeo like oh god and I had to like uh, go out to the Caldwell Night Rodeo with my morning show partner and, and, and he his dad rode like saddle bronc you know it, back in the day so this is his world yeah. and like we had to go out and call the junior steer riding and this is where they put they oh take God. like six year olds and they put them on the back of like a 900 oh. pound like angry teenage bull and like <laughs> yeah, open the yeah. pen and like alright good luck That's sonny, sonny. Yeah. Right? and, and, <laughs> and we're like standing over it and I'm just like oh like, what the hell you know, like you know I mean I grew up at, on the Lower East Side in Alphabet City and I was like yeah. this like my childhood was not crazy this is crazy <laughs> Yeah. And uh, and so, you know, Corey would be doing all the technical stuff, and, and apparently my job just became to go, well, that's a big one. Ooh, look at him go. And then just panic inside that these children were just going to die. And I was like, oh, wow, this is my life. Jen, just, but sometimes you just have to get her done. Oh. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. They're quotes. Oh, yep. yes. So, also, let's go over these quotes real quick. You have a quote that was on Instagram. Mm-hmm. You found it. Fake it till you make it. Ah. Which is kind of our motto. A little it bit is. Too. Yeah, just fake <laughs> it till you get there. Um, I liked your quote a lot. The, the lounge, lounge is, is not a, a place, yeah. it's a people. Is that what it's Oh, I, yeah. that, I stole that from Thor. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> well, but, but I mean, you know, it is. Yeah. It is. Because uh, it, it, there was a point uh, right as the lockdown ended. Um, because, I mean, I opened this place on credit cards. Mm-hmm. Like, I literally just was like, fuck it, let's do it. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and so I had no money saved up or anything, and wow. we were only 10 months in. Yeah. So, uh, so, you know, what I had was community, and uh, there was a oh. point where I was like, we might actually have to close. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I was like, well... Uh, Moondex Garage is like a mile from here and we got a green screen like maybe we just go rogue online and just keep live streaming until we can build yeah. up enough money to, okay. to get a place and it was kind of during that that I was like the lounge isn't the space the lounge is all of the people yeah. that are here yeah. and how they contribute and how they inform mm-hmm. what this feels like and what it is to everybody and so it, it is it's a, the lounge is a community this awesome. is a space without yeah. the community in it that's really cool yeah this is a great space I mean that Boise needs something like this because yes. this I mean I think it's the first of its kind in this area that I've seen at least I don't know if you know of anywhere else like this uh, I, I love Sam down at the Visual Arts Collective I have to say <clears throat> oh, that that's okay. a beautiful wonderful communal space as well okay. uh, uh, they they um, 
specify in certain things a little bit differently than, than mm. we do, but I, it's a beautiful uh, addition to the Boise community for sure. Oh. Um, and, uh, and, and, and we're kind of similar in a way, but the bench didn't have anything like this for sure. Yeah. Uh, and one thing we do have that I'm extremely proud of because my partner was like, are you crazy? Like you're off on this back weird side street. Nobody's going to find you. Yeah. It's two, two miles only from downtown. Like, you know, yeah. and, yeah. and, and I, you know, as a New Yorker, I'm like, Oh dude, in two years up here, like, cause I can see it. You know, yeah. when you come from a bigger city, you can see the things mm-hmm. starting to happen. Uh, one thing we do have is after five o'clock, about 200 free parking spaces. Oh, all around us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not downtown where yeah. you're circling the exactly. block. You just pull right in and parking you're parked garage. and in. Yeah. So yeah. How'd you come up with the name? Uh, So we, uh, I'm a sci-fi nerd, Mm -hmm. and um, uh, when we were building the lounge in, we had a sort of Meow Wolf-like immersive art experience called 2417, and and I designed the lounge because it went really well with that. I didn't realize that was only going to last six months. But um, uh, I picked it because it's a nod to Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Because oh, okay. in that book, there's the restaurant at the end of the universe. Okay. So I said, well, I want it to be weird enough that people that don't know what the references are like, well, this sounds kind of interesting. Yeah. 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 But the people that do are like, that sounds like my kind of place. <laughs> nice. Right. So just just something weird that's all yeah. that's really at the at the base of it the lounge is just about just make it weird that's yeah. all we ask yeah. you know whatever your brand of weird is whatever but you know just be you come in we're not yeah. going to ask you to be anybody else and the weirder it is the better uh, Craig Gass when we had him here uh, last year and it was the last he's coming back and this is the first show he's done since before lockdown and the last show he did was here get out wow. yep yeah and, uh, and and he spent 20 minutes at the beginning of his act just making fun of the name of the club <laughs> and, it, and it was fantastic. I was laughing so awesome. hard in the back of the room because he does that. Like Perfect. he'll just roast the club yeah. for the yeah. first ten minutes of his act, and it's fantastic. Like it I was an honor. That's really sure. cool. Nice. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, thank you to. Uh, Is there anything we didn't hit? Yeah, we didn't hit anything. Oh, want to yeah, get all your plugs so we're still, in? We're still looking for uh, some people to volunteer. So yeah. if you'd like to just audit the festival, like, and mm-hmm. we're only asking people to do like a two-hour block yeah. during the day, mm-hmm. and then you could just hang out and see the oh, rest of that nice. day. Mm-hmm. So if you want to volunteer. Uh, awesome. Hit us up on info at loungeboise.com. Um, festival passes, I think, are like the three-day passes are almost sold out. Yeah, that's what I. Uh, but wow. if you want yeah. to go online and see if you can still get one, those are at idahocomedyfest.com. Mm-hmm. But if not, there's still day passes that that will be cool. available as well. Um, and then uh, let's see what else we got in here. Do do do. I I think that I think that might be it. The uh, we actually we're going to be doing a big promo um, on uh, television. Oh, oh yeah. thank you. Yeah, other oh, piece of awesome. paper. Yeah. <laughs> John's like, no, the other piece of paper yeah. downtown, not the one you've been carrying around for three days. So uh, on May 13th, uh, we have uh, Larry Gebert reach out to us for oh, Channel yeah. 7, and he is going to be interviewing a very special guest. I'm not allowed to say who it is. Oh. So you will have to tune in, uh, and that will be uh, airing May 13th. And uh, thankfully, Monica just happened to have walked in. Do you know what time, so that we can let people know what time it's going to be? It's in the morning, correct? It's like nine, around 9-ish? I guess, yeah, uh, we, we'll, okay. we'll know probably the night before. And so if you go to any of our socials or also, I, I mean, uh, we're, it's Idaho Comedy Fest has its own socials, but also uh, Lounge Boise, and that's on Twitter. And then also on uh, Instagram, it's Lounge at the End of the Universe. And probably why we don't get tagged a lot in things. People are like, really going to make me write that whole freaking yeah. thing out? <laughs> uh, but, yeah. but it's on there. You can just pull up hashtag Lounge Boise. It'll, okay, it'll, cool. it'll be there as well. But yeah, uh, Larry Gebert will be doing that. And then uh, on the tw- uh, the 12th actually which is the Wednesday um, we will be doing our official kickoff and that will be um, with Nick and Big J on the X in the morning and uh, there will be giveaway pass giveaways uh, so yeah. We're giving away passes? Yeah. Well, <laughs> oh, oh, whoops, I wasn't supposed coming, to say that while John was still in the room. Directly yeah, out of your we are. Paycheck. We'll be giving away passes. So so if you want to, uh, you can uh, you can win some passes by just nice. and, and we will have some special guests on that show as well. Oh, that is awesome. awesome. Well we're looking <laughs> yes. forward to this festival. Um, and yeah, I'd be even down to volunteer. So I was just thinking in, that. Yeah, so we can be in contact about that. That would be great. I would Thank love you. that. Yes, oh, no very problem. cool. I mean, I think what's gonna be cool is definitely come for the comments 
comedy, but the after parties are going to be dope as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I mean, boy, I will tell yeah. you this much. We're bringing Cypher Sounds from Hot 97, formerly from Hot 97, you know, worldwide producer uh, yeah. for P. Diddy, uh, who wow. also is a fantastic stand-up comedian and improv player as well. He's going to be coming here live to Boise. He'll be spinning the ones and twos as well. Awesome. He like We are so excited to have yeah, him. I mean, great. him and Rosenberg were on the air for years uh, on Hot 97, and uh, it's going to be great to have uh, him here. And um, yeah, we also have some great live music that'll be here. Uh, yeah, we, we partnered oh. up with The Hive, which oh, is cool. right down the street. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, and they are just thrilled to come over here and play. They're a great group of yeah. mu- musicians. They're a collective. They're an incredibly supportive community as well. So, uh, uh, and, and we now kind of have them over here for different things. So we, we have a lot of their musicians coming over to play in between shows so wow. that there'll be some, some nice music. So, so everybody that's coming in from out of town yeah. will get to hear uh, a lot of the musical talent that we have as that's well. Awesome. Um, and then we have some guest DJs and Saifa doing the after parties. So, uh, so it's, it's just going to wow. be really exciting. Eh, 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 eh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Well, th- thank you guys for coming. You're welcome. So fun. Thank yeah, you so much about this. Yeah, yeah, it's been awesome. Yeah, awesome thank you space. both and so much. And we can much. afterwards go look at the. Yes, absolutely. Please tour the building. This place oh, is amazing. Yeah, awesome. Cool. Yeah. yeah, we definitely want and to check it out. And even besides, I mean, if you don't have a chance to come here uh, for the festival, first of all, fuck you. But second, just, <laughs> just come just come and hang out. Go see some great comedy. Last yeah. night I saw an amazing show of a person pretty much doing a one-man uh, like cover uh, played off his laptop and a guitar. Like, it was so cool. Like, yeah. It's it's that kind of stuff that, and, and you'll have a good time. It's, drinks are great and the staff here is awesome. So thank you guys so much and thank you, Jen. You're welcome. Thank well, I guess you. in your home. Yes. Uh, well, thank your you. family. Yeah. Very nice to meet you guys. On the island of Misfit Toys. <laughs> so can I borrow some money if we're fit? Uh, <laughs> after the festival, we'll see. We'll see what we've got. You. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Break my piggy bank open for you. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get out of here. I'm signing out. I'm signing off. I'm Chris Adams. I'm Wendy Mosier. Hashtag get toasted. Stay toasted. Boom. And thank you thank again, you guys Johnny so much. and Jen. <laughs> We'll see you at the festival. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> Bring money. Yeah. Bring, yeah, <laughs> Bring all your money. <laughs> this sounds amazing. Yeah, it sounds yeah, really cool. Very that exciting. Yeah, that yeah, was great. Was yeah. Great. yeah. We got everything in. Edit it up and have it out okay. in a couple days, and I'll send you guys the links. And stuff. We got to get that picture from Mark Norman sure, because he flaked on us. We nice. saw Mark Norman a couple weeks ago in Salt Lake City, and he was supposed to podcast with us. And he it was right before his LA. Well, you'll have a lot of opportunity to podcast a lot of awesome yeah. Uh, yeah. comics what, here. What, you to do Bobby Lee's well, freaking podcast? Who cares about that? I have, I have, I have, I have, I have yeah, we, but, but I, it's private. we already have, a, we have two of them. Yeah.